praise God. I'm just so excited. Um, it doesn't even bother me when my husband talks about doing potluck because I love the Lord. And I have pleasure in doing this. So I'm not like a wife that's like he's pulling me along. And the reason why I have pleasure in doing this is because of my relationship with Christ. I absolutely love God. Amen. And I love God's people. It's Amen. not he, He's making me do this. It's, it's the love that I have for God. Amen. And we listen to these beautiful songs that speak of God's love and His love for us. But we must believe and accept God's love. We Amen. have to believe it and accept it. Yes. Uh, we must know that God sent His only begotten Son to die for us. Turn to John 3.16. We're going to read it out of the Word of God. Not just what you've heard, but we're going to read the scriptures. John 3.16. And you've heard this so many times. And sometimes when you hear something over and over again, it's like it's not, you just take it, you just don't take it for, uh, uh, for purpose as if it's something that's real. You take it for granted and you, you, you don't even care. You know, in America, we hear about Jesus so much that some people trample over it under their feet. Where other places, they don't even hear about it. And so we shouldn't be like that. Amen. So John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, yes. that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Yes. So God loves us. Amen. And he gave us his Son. And we yes. must accept God's love. But we can choose to reject God. Hmm. We can do that. And when people reject God, don't get mad. That's their choice. Hmm. Allow them to have a choice. Hmm. God allows them to have a choice. So why shove God down their throat? Amen. He's not doing that. Don't shove him. Don't freely come to him. You don't want him? Okay, cool. Don't take him. It's that simple. Jesus. This God... If we understand this is a God of the universe that loves us so much and has so much for us, mm -hmm. and those that accept him, you receive that gift. Those that reject him, as the scripture says, there is a penalty for that. Mm -hmm. So, Vanessa Victoria, you guys come up. So, this, you're going to not stop from So, this is a just a bag, but inside this bag, there's something, there's a gift inside of here. But it's not presented in such a way that it will be desirable. So Jesus is a gift, but it's not presented as something desirable. Who wants someone who was beat and placed on a cross? Jesus. Bloody. Who wants that gift? But when you understand that gift, yes. you want that gift. Amen. So Victoria. You want this gift? Yes. Alright, and Vanessa, do you want this gift? Yes. So, Vanessa, right. do you want this gift? So, Vanessa would reject this gift mm -hmm. and not take the gift, but yeah. I can push it on and keep saying, do you want to take it? Alright, then you take it. So, <laughs> you can sit down. So, you don't want to force the gift on someone. And you would ask someone, do they want it? They take it. And when you open it up, there's things in there that God has for that person. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you need someone to help you to understand. So even though you may accept Christ, you may be discipled by someone to come along and help you. 
to unpackage that gift. Mm. So just saying that you accept Christ is just not enough. You need yeah. someone to come along and show you, okay, this is what Jesus is. This is what it's all about, Marie. So you need that additional help. So just coming to someone and saying, do you want to accept Jesus? Do you want to accept Jesus? And then leaving them, it's not enough. Mm. They got to understand what you gave them. Because if not, they can just trample that and keep going. Because they don't, they're not discipled on what you're talking about. Does that make sense? Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. So even though they have something as a gift, me, I would have to come along sometime and explain to them what they have in that gift. Yes. Because truly you may not understand. Mm -hmm. So the gift of God. So both of them decided to accept the gift that I had. But if one decided to reject the gift, I can't force that person to keep saying, well, take it, take it, take it. See, and that's not what God wants us to do. Amen. So let's go to 1 John 4. Alright, 1 John 4. Alright. First John chapter 4. And we'll go to verse 9. By this, the love of God was manifested in us. Mm -hmm. That God has sent his only begotten son into the world so that we might live through him. Mm -hmm. In this is love. Not that we love God, but that God loved us and yeah. sent his son to be a propitiation for yeah. our sins. So propitiating, win, regain the favor of a God. So Jesus is a propitiation for our sins, so he gained the favor of God so that we can have a relationship with God. Mm -hmm. So there is no other way. There is nothing else to appease God. You can't go any other way. You can't appease God. You can't take it upon yourself to go straight to God. Well, mm -hmm. I, I don't want Jesus. I don't want to do it that way. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go straight to God. Who are you? Who are you? Mm. Where were you when the earth was created? That's right. Who are you that you decided that you could just go straight to God? Mm. You can't do that. Amen. Religion wants to control God. Religion wants to tell God how we're going to have a relationship. Mm -hmm. Well, God, I'm going to tell you we're going to do it this way. Mm. You can't control God. Amen. It's one-sided in religion. Religion wants to dictate to God, to be domineering over God. And we can't do that. God has said, this is the way you're going to do it. Mm -hmm. This is how I've set it up. No questions asked. Mm -hmm. And even calling Christianity, I, you don't even have to do that. It is what God says it is. Mm -hmm. It is the way God wants it to be. Yes. And that's it. There is no... This religion, that religion. I'm not involved in all that. It's about a relationship with God yes. through His Son. Yes. He didn't make it any other way. Amen. That's the only way. And that's what the Word says. So turn to Genesis 4. In verse 2. 
let's look at this. We're going to look at the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. All right, so in Genesis 4, verse 2. And this is concerning Cain and Abel. Mm -hmm. So verse 2 says, Then she bore again, this time, his brother Abel. Now Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of fruit of the ground to the Lord. And Abel also brought the firstborn of his flock and of their fat. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering, but he did not respect Cain and his offering. And Cain was very angry, and his countenance failed. So when I looked at this, you know, many years, we're going to keep going, I just like was puzzled, like, you know, okay, God, you know, what, what's, what's the deal? What's wrong with Cain and Abel? What's the problem here? You know, God tells you how he wants things to be done. Mm -hmm. And you can't make a decision to do it the way you want to do it. Amen. That's the first step of religion right there in Genesis. Because God said what he wants. And, and if you do good, it'll be pleasing to me. But you can't tell God. You cannot dictate to God. Mm -hmm. Many have tried. Yes. And it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't work. Verse 6. So the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? And why has your consonants fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin lies at the door. And its desire is for you, but you shall rule over it. Sin, missing the mark, doing opposite of what God tells you to do. you got to overcome that. You have to master it. You can't allow it to dictate to you. You can't allow sin to tell you what to do. You tell sin what to do. We're going to do what God wants us to do, sin. <laughs> it's not an option for us to do something other than what the Lord tells us to do. Yeah. We must accept God's way of loving us. We have to accept it God's way. So let's turn to John 6. said to them, Do not murmur among yourselves. Hmm. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, mm -hmm. and I will raise him up at the last day. It is written in, in the prophets, and they shall all be taught by God. Hmm. Therefore, everyone who has heard and learned from the Father comes to me. Mm -hmm. So, and they shall all be taught by who? By God. So when we're spending time with God, standing in his word, he's telling us what he wants us to do. Yes. You know when you're doing something you know you're not supposed to be doing. Let's be real. Mm -hmm. Let's be real. No one has to yes. sit and tell you that, that what you did was wrong. <laughs> you know. 
Yeah. He's teaching us. He's telling us, don't baby, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. There's a penalty for that. If you do that, yes. you're going to get caught yes. in something. And it's just the, the consequences of that is too much to yes. bear. Don't do that. Mm. But we make a decision, and like with Cain and Abel, we don't master it. Mm. He told him to master it. Yes. But he didn't master it. Therefore, everyone who's heard and learned from the Father comes to me. We're going to come to him. Not that everyone who has seen the Father, except he who is from God, mm -hmm. he has seen the Father. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me has everlasting life. I am the bread of life. So the bread of life, Jesus. Yeah. We can't get it any other way. You can't yeah. go any other way. You can't go through any other door. Hmm. He has planned it out the way he wants it to be, and we can't change God. So our position is to accept, receive, and accept God's love. Know that his love is personal. It's a relationship. Mm -hmm. We must have that intimate time along with God. We must mm -hmm. not shorten our relationship with God by allowing other things to tell us what God is saying or other people to tell us what God is saying. Mm -hmm. But we must build our own relationship. We have to spend time in the Word of God. Yes. We have to study the Word. We have to know it for ourselves. Yes. Mm. We have to see this as a love letter. I, mm. I, I was thinking about, uh, when I was studying this, I was thinking about my husband. When we were young and, and, and falling in love with each other, and he was on a submarine, and he was taken away. He was gone. So someone would say, how do you love God who you can't see? Well, I fell in love with this man, and I couldn't see him. He was on the sub. Wait a minute. He was, he was, in, he was in, up on the water. But you know what he was doing? He was sending me letters. All right. Oh, he was sending me letters. And he knew what he was doing. Hook, line, and sinker. Just, just writing letters. Just writing letters. Then I'm walking around with them letters in my back pocket. They so good, I pull them out. You know, just sitting there, just reading that letter. So that's how we got to do with the Word of God. We got to pull it out of our back pocket. Spend it time. Wouldn't work. Amen. Wouldn't work. 
It has to be both of us. Yes. Mm -hmm. Has to be both of us. Mm -hmm. And and you hear people say, "I love you, but I don't trust you." Mm -hmm. That don't work either. No, it don't. That don't work. Mm -hmm. You got to learn how to trust. Yes. That's the same thing with God. Amen. You can't say, I love you, God, but I don't trust you. Mm. Have I proved myself faithful to you? Oh, mm. my God. Same thing in a relationship. If the relationship, let's say, it was severed, that person has to work towards building that trust again. Mm -hmm. And how do they do that? By showing their faithfulness. Mm. And the person who is still struggling with whether or not the person loves them, they're in fear. Yes. Constantly in fear. Jesus. Scripture says perfect love casts out fear. All fear. All fear. So yes. when you when you are worried and you don't trust, you're grabbing the phone. Let mm. me see your phone. Who you been calling? <laughs> <laughs> Who you on Facebook with? Who this person? Uh -huh. High school. What? What? Mm. No trust. No trust. Causes fear. Yes. You're constantly in fear. Torment. Jesus. Torment. You, you're torment. Mm, mm, mm. But when you grow in a relationship, yes. and a relationship grows yes. over a number of years, mm. you ain't worried about what that He coming in. Yes. You know, you, you get to the point where you, yes. you trust. Yes. Amen. Amen. It's a place of peace. Yes. It's a release. It's a release. Yes. So God, how much more should we be like that with the Father? Yes. Did he not do it before? Yes. He said it to the disciples. Yes. He just did a miracle. And then yes. they were all shaken up again. Mm. Well, what are we going to do? He said, didn't I just do something? Didn't yes. you just see me? Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. And we do this. We do oh, this. We yes. get all worked up and we get all, all stressed out. Mm. And, we, and we're like, okay, God, mm. our trust yes. is not there. Mm. But Jesus. the Father wants us to trust him. Yes. Recognize Amen. his faithfulness. Yes. Never yes. see yes. the yes. righteous yes. forsaken yes. or a seed begging yes. for bread. Yes. Let's write that scripture down. 
John 4.19 and just that one scripture I'm going to read. We love because he first loved us. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it is God's love for us. Mm -hmm. But do we love God? Mm. There's no doubt in God's love for us. But do we love him? Mm -hmm. Recognize he died on the cross. Mm. He was beaten. Mm -hmm. Just like that paper bag. And I could have made it even um, kind of messed it up even more. Nothing that you would look upon that you would see desirable. He did all of that. There's no more that he can do for us. Mm. I mean, you know, to, to be spit upon, to have someone pull your beard, mm. and, and then to, to be beat up, and then pray, placed on a cross. Mm -hmm. John 15, 13. John 15, 13 says, Greater love has no one than this, that one laid down his life for his friends. Yes. Yes. So that's love, God. Amen. That's love. Amen. So once I say, once you get past that understanding, you know, once you get to the place that you understand God's love, mm -hmm. now we need to reciprocate it. Yeah. We need to love God. Now, like in any relationship, you cannot be, it cannot be one-sided. And as I mentioned, if I love my husband, but he doesn't love me, then we have no relationship. The relationship is one-sided. It will not grow. He may say, I don't love you, and no words can change that person. I don't love you. So how many times do we hear, God loves us. People say it all the time, but do we love God? He proved his love for us by dying on the cross, but we must accept and receive God's love. As I mentioned, your sin problem is a relationship problem. It's an issue with your love with God. Let me show you. John 14, we're right there. We're going to start chapter 14, verse 15. Chapter 14, verse 15 says, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. Amen. Now, I, I literally have heard someone recently twist the scripture. How can you twist us? I have no clue. <laughs> it is as plain as it can come. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. Mm -hmm. And it's true. Yes. It is true. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. Yes. I struggled as a 20-year-old reading this scripture because I wanted to do something else. Hmm. I was in love with something else. Hmm. That's something else I wanted to do. So I was like, well, wait a minute now. If you love me... You will keep my commandments. But the thing I want to do, you say it's wrong in your Bible, but I love you now. I got a relationship with you now. I know I got a relationship with you. <laughs> and that's what people will say. I got a relationship with God. 
And you don't have to prove it to me. Mm. That's between you and God. That's right. You don't have to prove that to me. But I can only tell you what the word says. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. So if you're not keeping his commandments and you're getting in my face and telling me, oh, I got a relationship with God, you don't need to do that. That's not, that's not something I need to know about. That's between you two. You handle that. But I know that I, in my mind, wanted to twist this myself many years ago. Because I felt like I had a relationship with God. Although I wanted to do something opposite of what his word said. Amen. Let's keep going. Verse 16. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper, and he may be with you forever. That is the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it does not behold him or know him. But you know him because he abides with you and will be in you. Amen. Amen. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. After a little while, the world will behold me no more. But you will behold me because I live, you shall live also. In that day, you shall know that I am in my Father and you are in me and I in you. He who has my commandments and keeps them. There he goes again. He's saying it again. He who has my commandments and keeps them. He it is who loves me. And he who loves me shall be loved by my father. And I will love him and I will disclose myself to him. Amen. 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 So he said it again. I mean, and there in many verses does he say that. If you love me, you keep my commandments. If you love me, you keep my commandments. So the litmus test is keeping his commandments. You can't say that you love God and not do the word of God. You can't say it. You can't say it. And you can't say, well, God understands. His word is clear. It is, you cannot twist this. You can try. And it will get you nowhere. Amen? Amen. He who has my commandments, do we love God enough to study the Bible to learn his word? Do we love him enough to learn his will? The scripture says that his commandments are not burdensome. What does that mean? They're not so difficult, so hard that we can't do it. That's what the scripture says. But but sometimes the cares of this world makes us believe that God doesn't love us. Then the cares of the world choke out the world, choke out the word of God. And then we 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 go to other things to help us during that time. You know, when you're talking about heroin, you fall in love with heroin. When you're talking about cocaine, they fall in love with that. It's a love issue. You desire that feeling. You desire that substance more than you desire God. I, I, I was talking to Marie and I was telling her, you know, yesterday um, work was really stressful <laughs> because I think both of us, uh, she didn't know I was having a very similar problem that she was having, which was you, you're on the computer and you're, you're sailing along and you're feeling really good and you feel like you're getting everything done, then poof, it disappears. I'm like, oh, what just happened? Where'd it go? Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's a horrible feeling. And it's just like, oh my God. 
And, and at that same time, it's thundering outside, the phone rings, and then another phone rings, and all of it's happening at one time. And I'll be honest, I'm looking for candy. <laughs> I'm reaching. I need chocolate. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is stressing me out. So, and we can't. In those times, God cares. God cares. And the enemy wants us to think that God doesn't care, that God doesn't see, and that God doesn't love us during those times. We're to just stop and pray. Pray over that electronic. Lord, let this stuff work. You know, and and, and believe and going back to trust. Back to trust again in that relationship with God. Mm -hmm. You know, um, a lot of the things, you know, even myself, you know, I I'm looking for something. Mm -hmm. And I know it. And I'm like, okay, God, you got to help me with this. Because I'm looking for pleasure. Mm -hmm. Outside pleasure. Mm -hmm. Relief. When you're there to help in a time. So mm -hmm. I'm asking you to help me, God. Help. So we can't go to people, places, or things. Mm -hmm. Or even objects. Mm -hmm. We must go to the Father. Yes. We must realize that He loves us. He mm -hmm. wants a relationship with us. And we can't even do this. I want you to turn to John 12, 42. They were not confessing him, lest they should be put out of the synagogue. Mm. For they love the approval of men mm. rather than the approval of God. Mm. We can't do that, guys. Mm. We can't be looking for the approval of men. We need to be looking for the approval of God. Amen. And the way we know what God is happy with is by knowing the word of God. Amen. What he says in his word. Yes. And in this situation... You know, they wouldn't believe because they were afraid of the Pharisees. Mm -hmm. And so in the synagogue, you know, they didn't want them to know what position. If they, they even thought what Jesus was saying was correct, but they wouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. That talks about the church. But we can look for approval in many different people, in many different ways. As you grow up, you, you, you learn to look for approval from what? Your parents. Mm -hmm. As you become... A mature Christian, we have to realize, even in that, God is asking us not to even look for the approval of your parents. Mm -hmm. You look for the approval of God. Amen. Not doing things for them to say, okay, good job, baby. Because mm -hmm. what happens if they don't say good job? Mm -hmm. You're disappointed. Yes. You're in a place that God doesn't even want you to be in. Mm -hmm. Because you should be looking for God's approval. And I had to learn that. And that's why I bring that up. Because, you know, when I read that, I was convicted. I said, yeah, you know, God, I have, you know, from time past. Like, wanted my mom to say, hey, you know, that's pretty good. Mm -hmm. But as an adult, and as, I'm not a babe in Christ. But as a mature believer, it's a different position now. So the approval that I'm looking for is the approval of God. Yes. Not the approval of man. Whether that be a family member, that's still a man. Mm -hmm. We're looking for the approval of God. That's very yes. important because God doesn't want us to be disappointed. Mm -hmm. God doesn't want us to be sad. He doesn't want us to be downcasted mm -hmm. as Abel was. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Amen. Thank you, God. Yes. 
Thank you, God. So we go back to that question because we understand there's no doubt about God's love. Mm -hmm. Our relationship with God must grow. As I mentioned, yes. I, I, I give you examples. I'm growing in the things of God. Yes. I've struggled in the past with the flesh and sin, not knowing how to be released. But it's a relationship issue. Mm -hmm. It's a relationship issue. Turn to 1 John 5. <clears throat> First John. So one of my kids asked me, so well, Ma, how, how, how do you how do you even get a relationship with God? It's the same way you get a relationship with anybody else. You talk with him. You spend time with him. You desire to be in his presence. Yes. Yes. You know? You you you, you want him. Thank you, Jesus. Just like I talked about those love letters. You read the Bible. That becomes your love letter. You desire that. You spend time with him. Thank you, God. Amen? Amen. So, 1 John, chapter 5, in verse 3. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments. And his commandments are not burdensome. Amen. I want y'all to see that. Mm -hmm. It's right there. But sometimes I say, I can't do it. I, I, I just can't do it. <laughs> That's too much. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's just too much. And, and, and as a teenager, I was there. I was there. I was there. <clears throat> you know, fornication, which is premarital sex. Mm -hmm. Having sex before you marry, mm -hmm. male and female, husband and wife. Mm -hmm. You know, the word of God was, was right there in front of my face about mm -hmm. premarital sex. Mm -hmm. But that was burdensome. Oh, but the God. scripture said it's not burdensome. Amen. The world was saying, it's okay. Mm -hmm. Give you a pass. But the, but, the, but the word of God was saying, it's wrong. Amen. Don't do it. Mm. Don't do it. So you struggle yeah. because you have a wide open field. Everyone saying one thing to do is okay and it's no big deal. But the word of God is saying no. So then you go back to <clears throat> do I love you enough to keep your commandments? Where was my love relationship with God? Was it, was it mature enough? Was I perfected in the love? No, no, no. Had to grow. Had to come to the understanding that his word is true. Every word in this Bible is true. Amen. As your relationship grows with God, you'll be strengthened. You'll be strengthened. You'll be strengthened to do what God has called you to do. And it won't be a struggle. Mm -hmm. You know, to the point that it's not burdensome. Now, I'm not going to say that. I shouldn't say there won't be a struggle. There will be. With the flesh, you got to contend with it. Yes. So you got to wrestle with it and you got to put it down. <laughs> so you got to tie it down. Yeah, you do. But you have to, you have to build the inward man more, the spiritual man. You spend Amen. more time praying, you spend more time in the Word, then you have the strength to do what you need to do. Amen. If you spend more time feeding the, the flesh, well, you you won't have a big battle on your hand. <laughs> so how do you feed the flesh? Well, mm. you feed the flesh by the lust of the eyes. Mm. Giving it what it wants, allowing Jesus. it to see stuff. Come on. 
You know, putting it in, in front of your eyes. If you're dealing with fornication, you don't need to be watching two people making out. My God. You don't need to be listening to music like that. Amen. You don't need to be listening to music that involves sexual activity. Amen. You're struggling. You don't need that. You don't need Amen. that. Because you're not going to be able to win this battle yes. with your flesh. Yes. You're not. Yes. Now Jesus, even Jesus, withdrew mm. from the people and went yes. right to the Father. Yes. So you have to spend time with God to yes. be built up. Yes. You can't live in this world and do the things that the world is doing mm -hmm. and expect to win. You're not going to. Amen. Amen. You have to pull away. Yes. Amen. 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 Help us, Father. Jesus. We have to be perfected in love. Mm -hmm. So 1 John 2. Let's go there. And I read it before, and I'm going to read it again. I should have told you that we're going to keep our hands there. 1 John chapter 2. I'm going to start at 3. And by this we know that we have come to know him if we keep his commandments. Mm -hmm. But one who says, I have come to know him and does not keep his commandments is a liar. Hmm. And the truth is not in him. All right. But whoever keeps his word, in him the love of God has truly been perfected. Mm -hmm. By this we know that we are in him. Mm -hmm. the, the one who says he abides in him ought himself to walk in the same manner as he walked. Mm -hmm. So it's so good to just let the word of God speak. Yes, and we don't even have to say anything because it's right there. Mm -hmm. The one who says, I have come to know him and does not keep his commandment is a liar. Mm -hmm. And the truth is not in him. Mm -hmm. That's the litmus test. Mm -hmm. They don't know him. They don't know him. Mm -hmm. Because who wouldn't want to serve a God like this? Jesus. <laughs> you fall in love with him. The other stuff... Mm -hmm. No, that one night, no, that don't, that, that can't even compare hmm. to the peace yes. and the love and the joy that I feel from the Father. So let's go there. Let's go to John 14. John 14. I'm going to go to verse 22. Judas, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, what then has happened that you are going to disclose yourself to us and not to the world? Verse 23, Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him. And we will come to him and make our abode with him. He who does not love me does not keep my words, and the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father who sent me. These things I have spoken to you while abiding with you, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, 
he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I said to you. Peace I leave with you. Hallelujah. My peace I give yes, to you. Thank you. Not as the world gives. Do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, nor let it be fearful. Peace. He's given us peace. Thank mm -hmm. you. Amen. John 15, verse 7. There's one chapter over. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you. So how do we abide in him? And he said, my words abide in you. How, if you don't read your Bible, how can the words abide in you? How? Ask whatever you wish, and it shall be done for you. By, the, by this is my Father glorified, Thank you. that you bear much fruit. And so prove to me, my disciples, just as the Father has loved me, I have also loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. Just I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you that my joy may be in you. Okay, what do we got here? We just talked about peace. And now we're talking about what? That my joy may be in you. And that your joy may be made full. Peace, joy, Love, these things are wonderful things to have. Amen. A wonderful gift that he's given yes, us. Yes, yes. And let's go to Acts, Acts 19. So not only just loving us, giving us presents. Mm -hmm. Who wouldn't like presents? Giving us flowers, giving us cards, giving us candy. <laughs> he's loving on us. <laughs> he's loving on us. Mother's Day gift is that? That's a wonderful mother. <laughs> he is loving on us. Amen. Giving us joy. Giving us peace. All he's asking, keep my commandments. Amen. And they're not burdensome. Amen. They're not burdensome. Amen. 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 Acts 19. Verse 2. This is Paul, and he said to them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? And they said to him, No, we have not even heard whether there is a Holy Spirit. And he said, Unto what then were you baptized? And they said, Unto John's baptism. And Paul said, John baptized with the baptism of repentance, telling the people to believe in him, who was coming after him, that is, in Jesus. And when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Spirit came on them, and they began speaking with tongues mm -hmm. and prophesying. Gifts. There's a gift. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. There's a relationship where he's given us joy, peace, love, the Holy Spirit. So we must learn to trust God. Your relationship with God must grow. It must grow. We must grow in the things of God. And I want you to turn to Ezekiel, and this is my last scripture. 
Ezekiel 33. And then I'm done. Amen? Amen. Amen. Ezekiel um, 33. Ezekiel 33 um, and 31 says, So they come to you as people do. They sit before you as my people, and they hear your words, but they do not do them. For with their mouth they show much love, but their hearts pursue their own gain. You guys get this? <clears throat> with their mouth they show much love. Just saying things, saying how much you love God. But their hearts pursue their own gain. Indeed, you are to them as a very lovely song of one who has a pleasant voice and can play well on an instrument. For they hear your words, but they do not do them. Amen? Amen. It is not in what we say, it is what we do. The litmus test is keeping the commandments of God. It is a love relationship. When you love him, you keep his commandments. He has said that over and over and over again throughout the scriptures. So when someone's struggling, it's their love walk. Their love walk with God. Their relationship with God that needs to be worked on. And that's between them and God. It is not for us to force, not for us to push, but we are to pray for them. Intercede for them. That they will know Him. Because it's a terrible thing to fall in the hand of an angry God. And you can then make a decision to reject Him, but you made that decision. Amen? Amen. 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 God bless you guys. Amen. 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 <laughs>